the the doctor was like, uh, "Hey, you should try and go 100% now." I was like, "Okay." That's that, that that's always that's always been like the scary part is like the potential of injury. And then when you compete, it's like, well, the, you know, it, it just like, the percentage goes up like a bunch. You yeah. Know, it's not like especially because you guys are going, you guys are going like you know you guys are going 100 percent compared to training where yeah you're going like let's say 90 but still not 100. That's not it's not a fight. It's not a competition. It's not someone and you're and when you're training with people, it's someone that you someone that you know. Yeah, you need to going, take it. Yeah, you kind of just take it slower. You're kind of gentle with it. Yeah. I was just like, like it's it, it definitely felt like a whole lot different, even like from like tournament competition wise. Cause it's like, I guess like everybody knows like, oh shit, we got like so much to get to like the last three events and all that stuff to where it's like, yeah. you're going slow. But like in this like super fight thing, it's like one and done, going to hunt, like blow your wad no matter what. Just right, right. <laughs> All right. So you had text. So we yeah we so we just started recording and we we can kind of jump into. So you had text me this morning. Um, this episode will probably come out next week sometime because I already have the episode recorded for this week. But um, so in, every once in a while you'll send me like a, a Breakfast Club like link or something interesting um, via the Breakfast Club and, and I, I like their show and I I don't listen to them often because it's a radio show. So like, you know, they're coming mm-hmm. in and out and it's very, very like mainstream radio. Cause that they're, you know, they're on iHeart radio and all this other shit. Um, but you had texted me or you had messaged me asking me for like, you're curious about my opinion on um, the certain little excerpt that they had. I'm like, well, send me, send me the full link so I can listen to the full interview. Cause it, the, the little part that you sent me was just, uh, I guess where they were briefing on the fact that a, what if, or when this next crash happens, um, they they were saying you know 24, 2024, 2025, mm-hmm. um, that, that that was these guys. So I never heard of them. So Earn Your Leisure, is, I guess, is one of the groups. That's their podcast. That's what they're called. And then Ian Dunlap is the other guy that joined uh, Breakfast Club. And just for the sake of fucking legalities, um, this is not like financial advice. We're just shooting the shit over some finance stuff that interests us. Um, I don't want anybody coming like, oh, you know, they said this. And then <laughs> somewhere down the road, like in, in the metaverse where they're like, we're going to sue you. It's like, well, we, we we're just talking and, you know, learning and figure, you know, trying to try to figure this stuff out too. Um, so, I, so I listened to it a few times. Um, I do want, so I guess we can exchange opinions. Cause I, I listened, so I listened to the, the little 30 minute interview. Like I, I listened to it twice and I had already read, I had already read about um, the mayor of New York. Um, I guess his name's Eric Adams um, taking his first three checks in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. The, the, the guys on the, on the podcast on the, the radio show, they were like, you know, they, one of them said, you know, when, when people see like a leadership, a person at the top taking crypto and it, and that it usually trickles, trickles down, down um, that they see as a good thing. I see it as a good thing just because it'll give people more, uh, confidence in crypto you know there's still a lot of people that are scared you know they're they're thinking about like the general like a general stock market which they should like you should be scared you know it's mm-hmm. it, it really is the wild wild west so i think um that's what one of my buddies that's what he's called it um where like nft like this nft world and like all these new things uh, yeah. it's the wild wild west because there are there are a lot of things that are going to fail but there's a lot of things that have that have gotten better what's what's your opinion 
Um, let's just start with that, and then we'll we'll get into the conversation as far as the mayor of New York taking on crypto. Okay, because like I mean, well, I guess I'm kind of like torn between two. Like I'm kind of torn because like I personally, the only thing I ever jumped into crypto wise was uh, Dogecoin when it kind of blew up, mm-hmm. and just because of that, I was like, oh, I want to dip my feet in it, so I just put like just a little bit of of money just to buy a certain percentage of it or a certain amount of coins from it. <clears throat> And um, that was like the only thing as far as crypto related of buying the currency that I got into. Mm. But um, because of this other guy that I follow, I was getting real into buying stocks of companies that mine Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah, I remember you texting me. I I actually have someone saying on my Robinhood, just like just like to see how they're doing. And and I've kind of been going. I've been investing in those types of companies because uh, there was a fun there was a fun thing that the guy told me, like he mentioned you can always invest in the product, but why wouldn't you invest in the workers that create the product? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, why you're, yeah, you can invest in the Apple watch, but who's going to make the Apple watch? Wouldn't you rather like invest in the people that are making it kind of thing? So I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. So I kind of get it. So that's why I'm kind of like torn as far as the cryptocurrency, because it's like, as much as I don't have a lot of my, I guess, financial portfolio invested in cryptocurrency, I do have it invested and other companies that create cryptocurrency. And uh, and I guess the, also the other thing that I, w- I was also thinking about as far as like, cryptocurrency goes is, I mean, I, w- I would love to get more into it or at least kind of find that one currency that booms like the Bitcoins did, the Ethereums and all that. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, well, granted right now, like Bitcoin and Ethereum are pretty high up there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so crazy how high, like, how high they are. Yeah, like Ethereum's like at so four grand and... And the fun thing was that uh, the dude, the the gentleman that I do follow on Instagram, his name is like Tall Guy Tycoon. He's some he's a Puerto Rican dude. Um, it was funny because there was a comment brought up saying that once Bitcoin breaks, finds a way to break from the fifty five to sixty mark, it's gonna boom. And sure enough, it's like I guess it's like a, a certain. I mean, I it, I'm not saying it's it's what happens, but what it looks like, it's like it reaches like a certain plateau. Like, you know, when you're like, like lifting, like you, you barely hit that one set of 225, but then like next week you can do 10 reps of like 225. So it seems like that's kind of what it is. It's like, yeah. like once it hits that, like that 60 K it's like, okay, now that's going to be the basis. And then we're going to go up from there. Yeah. That, that's, your, that's like your new career. You, Cause that's another thing. Like, I guess people don't realize is, you know, cause I, and I, dude, these guys are really good at being able to explain like what's going on and, you know, and it's like, man, like, it's like, it's stuff that I know, but I wish I could explain it like them. Cause then I, I, I feel like I'm willing to listen to them more just because they're able to explain it simply. Cause they they were even talking like, you know, when, when, when a stock hits like an all time high and it starts correcting a little bit, you know, you still want to buy that correction because it helps your, your, your average cost for your stuff, for each stock share that you buy, for each share that you buy. Dude. Cause I even told my coworker, I was like, uh, cause I told him about them and I was just like, dude. Like my biggest thing, what I like enjoy by them is like, yeah, I follow like other people that kind of explain the trends and everything else. But these guys, like they explain it like to the average Joe, like their vocabulary isn't that, or I mean, I'm pretty sure it is, but right, I mean, right. They, they probably could say it in a, like a more intricate way, but, but they just, they break it down to like the common, the common Joe, the average yeah, guy walking down the, the street. Person, like, can understand. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm I like, agree. cool. I follow. I, I I get it. I can I can follow that. That yeah, and pretty, a little that little neat trick that they brought out with uh the I didn't know that there was like a 10, 20, 30 rule kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's that. that it was the same little statement that I that I'm talking about where it's like they were. I'm like, oh shoot, like yeah. It make it makes sense. <laughs> just like they're they're they figure out how to put it into words so that other people can use it. Dude, I kid you not. As soon as as soon as I found out, or like as soon as they they kind of brought it up, I was just like, hmm. So the four little the three little uh, uh, stocks that they brought up, um, I pretty much like I followed them right away. I put them in my watch list, and then I started going through them, finding their peak uh their peak value. And then yeah. I get it and then I brought it down. I'm like, okay, so if it's at the, if it drops 10%, it's going to be here. 20% is going to be here. 30% is going to be here. And then I started looking at it, what it is right now. And then I was just like, huh, You're, some of them were like floating in that like 10 to 20 range. I'm like, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on this one. Cause it seems like it might be something that could grow or like. Right. Has It's based on the graph. It's showing potential. Yeah, and and that's 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 another thing. Like for, as far as listeners listening to us, you know, having this conversation is like, we're also just we're looking at these things, and at the end of the day, we're making we're trying to make the best educated guess is really what we're doing. There's obviously intricate ways because like I have buddies now that they have like like I have one specifically that he's gonna get in. He wants to get in, he's getting he wants to and he's getting into like the day trading like mindset. So he has mm-hmm. like a setup. And he has the computer with the graphs and he has like his algorithms that are already preset. So it'll let him, it'll notify him, Hey, this is going here. This is going here. And like, for me, that's too intricate. Like I, I, I am not, I have to really sit down and learn how to do that where he's already kind of doing it. So it's like, I, I, and also I have other stuff that I, you know, including the podcast where it's like, it's not my primary focus, like him, like he, he wants to get into day trading and stuff like that. But it's like, we're, we're trying to figure this stuff out to make the best educated mm-hmm. guesses to then, purchase at a decent time and then wait for it to like you're like i feel like even since the last time me and you talked like in depth like this um over the past year covid pre-covid it's like we've been waiting for this crash for a few years now that's the way i feel i mean i don't know how you feel about it but i feel like we've been i've been i've been hearing about it we've been like we've all been kind of waiting for it, especially us that are kind of in tune to what's going on, but still overall, it's like, it hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. And my opinion also was like, I thought maybe, maybe it was, uh, maybe the fact that COVID happened and, you know, the world shut down essentially for a while um, that helped maybe stop this crash that they're talking about. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of interesting. And I kind of, I feel like I'm just waiting at this point. I mean, because it makes, uh, I guess it kind of also makes sense because even during like COVID, uh, during, I guess, like COVID times, I don't know if we're still in them, but I mean, like during like. Right, the, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, before we knew, season. before we had the numbers we have now and the information we have now. Yeah, I guess like in a prime COVID season, lockdown season, it was like, uh, I'll be having conversations and then they they would mention, like a, a buddy would mention, it's like, oh, it's because like the feds, uh throwing money in there and, and it's causing inflation. And I was just like, Oh, I guess I really didn't have too much of an understanding of it, but because they kept doing it so much, it kind of now makes sense why it hasn't. Uh, well, I guess in, uh, in a sense, our bubble hasn't popped yet to make its proper corrections. It like there was correction. Yeah. There was corrections here and there every once in a while, but like the guys we were talking about, it never, 
it never actually corrected itself, like had that 30% dip or what or whatever it needed to set itself up at that new plateau and then go up from there. So yeah. I guess it makes sense. And I mean, there's only so much that they can do. So, I mean, it could eventually happen. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it because it just right, means more, right. got more money. Because even, because, because like they were talking about like how, like, because they were talking about the bubble and then, so then I started looking at it. I, I wanted to mention these numbers because like for the average person that's scared to invest or they think they need to invest or want to invest, it's like, like they, they brought the S&P 500. So I, I looked it up. The uh, VOO is the, the ticker. Yeah. It's at $430 now. Over the past, so I look at the five-year mark um, to make my real final decision to see if the. In this case, obviously, it's an ETF. It's it's a it's an it's an index as well. So it's different than looking at the Apple, right? Apple mm-hmm. five-year, what they've done in five years. Um, but like, I mean, the, the VOO has gone up 116 percent in the past five years, which is not bad, you know. And that's given COVID. Um, I'm going to take a screenshot so I can put it in the, on the screen here um, so people can see what, what we're looking at, what I'm looking at. Um, but it's like, even given COVID, it's crazy, like, what what has happened. Because I remember, I mean, cause I actually have invested in one of the one of the indexes, not, not specifically, it's the Vanguard S&P, but it's not this ETF. It's another ETF that they have. And I remember when it was trading at, 115 110 dollars that's when i started buying in and now it's trading at 298 like you know like (laughs) since i started doubled up and yeah yeah and and just a little more and just a little more than that um but it's just crazy like like yeah but you gotta play the long game you know Mm -hmm. one thing um one thing that i i feel like we're all a part of is just that that short-term payout that we're so used to um Actually, I'm kind of in that dilemma. I'm kind of in that dilemma right now. Mm. Because uh, so I had this contract that I bought for an option for this company Mm. called BTBT because I was following that gentleman. uh, Mm. I think I I have them saved because of you. Continue. Yeah, that tall guy tycoon. So kind of uh, so... I bought the contract and here was my thing. I, I did DM the guy, but it took him a while to answer me. But then when, um, before, uh, when I first initially DM'd him, I was on that verge. So I buy the contract short, middle, long. And then at the time I was like, no, the way we've been talking about and we've been hearing about that Bitcoin's going to go blow up by the end of the year. I was like, let me keep it and let me purchase it until February of 2022. So I have it from now to February of 22. But gotcha. during that initial, like that quick period or something like that, like within the first two weeks or two weeks of the contract, it's when, and when, when, when was this more or less? When was this that you bought that you bought it? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at July. Was it July or was it August or like after? No, I purchased the, the contract. What's his date added? Eight three. It might have been August. Yeah, uh, I so purchased it on August, August. Yeah. Okay. I got it so pretty continue, much sorry. at the beginning of August. Gotcha. So continue with your story. I didn't mean to cut you off. And so I guess that's where I kind of faulted in the sense that uh, I did it for the long game. So I'm still I'm still seeing what, what might happen. Mm-hmm. I might still double up. I might still, but um, 
it was that short gratification that it was like it jumped up so much that maybe I should have gone out at that time. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm sticking with this in the long run. I'm going to see how it goes. And at the moment, I guess because I didn't uh, stick to that first, like, uh, like get that first boom and then don't be greedy about it. Look, we made our money. Let's just back out and then yeah. we'll wait. I was like, no, I'm going to stick to the long run. Let's let's let it ride. And yeah, I was like, yeah. man. So we'll see right now. I mean, I still have it for another three months. And I'm just hoping that Bitcoin keeps rising and then... Once I, once I, once I dip yeah, below, they're not doing like, they're not doing like terrible, but it's like a, it's a, it's literally a roller like that company is literally a roller coaster right now. Like it just the way their graphs are moved for the, for the past 12 months, it's, it's just all, it's just all over the place. Um, and the thing was, uh, cause, uh, you're, I guess like in that whole short team, the whole, the whole short term topic that we were talking about, like with your buddy that was yeah, doing yeah. the day trading, I yeah. didn't come to realize you you can't do day trading or you can't have a day job and day trade at the same time. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way mm -hmm. because there are times that even like I'm there at work. And even if I have my, my phone just on the side, just to like have like, just to have it showing like the graphs or anything that's like moving up and down, you're, you're not going to focus on that graph without like your work slowing down or your, your actual job, job yeah. taking a hit because there's, there's no way like the, you have to be on that ball. Like every every minute like every time there's something that happens and you're watching it go up three seconds go back down two cents come back up three cents and it's like when do i get out do i get out now do i just wait and it's yeah i don't know it's no, like yeah, an anxiety yeah. attack <laughs> i was about that. that's where i was basically going too i was like man I'm like i don't i mean it's it's i don't know like it yeah it's, it's funny cause I, I, it's hard it's hard for me to put into words because um Sometimes, dude, like when I, when I like I like I, if I find something, I put. Sometimes I'll I'll put in the money and like I see it correct after I put in the money. It's so weird. Like it's like I'm like, do you guys know that I'm putting money? So not like like I'm paying attention to the whatever stock stock ABC whatever I mean, whatever. It's just this. It's a made up ticker, but you know I'll see a stock and I'm paying attention for the day, and then I've seen like oh it's doing pretty good, and now I'll expand it you know to the year and to the five years, see if I want to buy. And I'm like, well, it looks like it could correct, but it could also keep going up and like correct higher than what I could buy. You know, it, here, go up, correct, but stay higher than where I bought it at. And lately it's like, I'll, it, it's here and I buy, it goes up here and it corrects down here lately. That's That's been my luck so far, which I'm not mad about. You know, a lot of these things is like, I, I do treat, um, my investing somewhat as a game you know i'm not i'm not putting money into these new things especially i i have i i'm into it i'm technically in the nft game very very early i only have i have i own one um mm -hmm. that i that i like and so I'm, i don't want to share it publicly because um there's a thing that gary v brought out recently i think it was it was gary v or someone talking about nfts but basically we're like these NFTs and these, these uh, crypto assets. Um, you can treat them as like your actual, like actual assets. So you don't want to, you're, you're not just out there exposing this, just all the shit that you have, you know? So anyways, um, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, the where, NFT, where the, the NFT that you just purchased that you, uh, that you're seeing how it's going to play out. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So like all these things, I guess what my point was like all these things to include, like, cause NFTs are very, you know, they're only, if you know, two, three years old, but like not spending more than, you know, not breaking your personal bank. You know, like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not throwing my life savings into crypto. I'm not, you know, and that's one thing they also, they also brought up in this interview that yeah. on, on the breakfast club too, was, you know, you want to protect your capital assets. Um, what, what's that? Um, yeah, they brought up the, uh, they brought up the idea that it's like, you don't want to invest everything all into like the stock market that you have to have some yeah. sort of like fallout plan or backup plan. And, but that like, that even works like in like regular, uh, like a, a career, career life goals because i remember i was always even told that it's like hey do you have enough money in your savings that if something would happen to your job you can rely on six months of no work yeah and yeah, yeah. be able to survive right. and it's kind of that same thing like you're not going to want to dump 100 you lose and you're left with nothing and it's and like you're left with nothing uh, that, and, that that's actually like just the concept of that is actually more exact makes gives me more anxiety than Mm-hmm. you know playing the game a little bit trying to do you know trying to do some a little bit of math to make a good decision the fact of like if you were to put out you know 100 percent of everything it's like oh no like there's, there's no way there's, there's no way there's, yeah no uh, i mean there's, there's and I, I don't think it's common sense you know i, I feel like there's a lot you, know, you have to there's all these investing and these financings that we talk about there's a lot of thought process that should be done before you make these purchases um so i i, I won't say oh it's common it's like it, it's really not but you can make very you can make very good educated guesses on you know when, mm-hmm. when to do x y and z because like dude like going to those nfts like i mean i'm i'm intrigued about it like i want to learn more into it and i've i've done my research a little bit here and there and it's um i don't know where it's going in a sense to what this whole like metaverse thing is going into and all that stuff yeah um but they brought up, or even like other people that I've heard, it's like these NFTs, what makes them so valuable is that it's like the artist where it's coming from. So it's like you're learning like the origin. And it kind of brings me also, uh, besides also Nike getting providing an NFT with their new shoes that they're going to start providing and all that stuff and how mm-hmm. that's going to be brought up to your character. And that there was also some things where it's like the, the value of the NFT that you have brings you into a certain like, uh, group or area that you could enter with the whole like metaverse going on and everything. Is it like 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 they're, they're like it's gonna create like a status like like you have yeah. this you have this type of yeah. stat you have this status in that metaverse. That's like a, uh, I, I, I haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, I was uh I, I was recently getting into that today. So like it would be like something like I mean it's very a big example, but like uh if we're both into like the whole Nike NFTs mm-hmm. and my Nike NFT uh is more valuable than yours like let's say it's uh we have like three stages and you can and because of your nft you can make it a stage two but my nft is more valuable so i can go up to stage three and that's another like uh, a barrier that you can't enter because your nft value isn't there yet that's crazy so then so then the is is the idea that if you bought so if you so if so if you have you're in tier three i'm in tier two if I buy more NFTs, then I then I just move, you know, I move up in status. Is that, is that how that works? Well, I was I, what I understood or... when when I understood when I was reading it, it's the value of the NFT, not the amount of the NFT. 
or okay. or however you reach your and like your your nft values yeah the value so the value okay okay that may, okay okay I'm, yeah so i i wasn't understanding correctly I, I understand now okay so so if i well okay i guess i, I guess a way you could do it well, so if i, I bought, if i bought a high valued nft that would help me yeah well level. that that too but also i uh would it uh what it sounds more like it's like uh your your i guess your nft portfolio mm-hmm. because if we're just talking strictly one and one like if mine is my one is worth more than your one i would be on a higher tier mm-hmm. but if you have uh three smaller nfts to my one nft and your three match up to my one then we're both in the same tier tracking okay oh yeah okay so so, so it's it's like your NFT portfolio. up there yeah okay so, but it's it's the whole thing your your entire like net worth basically in yeah NFTs. that's yeah that's kind of yeah. will allow you to be a certain size that's interesting i have i have i haven't heard about that i've been very much into obviously i have i have been in, listening into metaverse um web3 have you heard of web3 yet web3.0 no that one i haven't heard yet um i i won't do too much detail because i don't want i really don't want to screw it up there's videos there's a you know there's videos and there's things out there um about so basically web 1.0 was in 1991 when the internet first started um and basically at that point from then until like the early 2000s you could basically the internet gave you information right so you mm-hmm. search something and it gave you information it was basically a read-only type format then approximately like 2003 2004 web 2.0 started when the internet started g- gathering data from you to then give to then basically give you back information based on what you search so that's where, that's where we've become the product which is still going on currently right so facebook mm-hmm. ads all the stuff that we're going through right now that's podcasting video podcasting all, all the, yeah, yeah bandwidth well, but but also like not not just like that, but also but also in the aspect of like the algorithms and the coding that's created. Um, let's say on Facebook and on Instagram, it's like when you search for something, now you're gonna start seeing ads for it. So you know when you see ad, let's just say for hunt, hunting gear. Well, now it's gonna start. Now the internet's gonna start giving you ads about hunting gear. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what's made us the product because now the internet is. Uh, we're giving the internet information and it's feeding us now. It's not, it's not a one-way communication. Now it's back and forth based on what we search and what we look at. Um, Web 3.0 is like this, the beginning of, obviously it's NFT, but it's like the decentralization of the internet where now the information on the platforms is ours. Where if you create something, if you create an NFT or you create some sort of blockchain or whatever, you are now the sole owner and now you have your own like piece of that way of the web. Basically it's hard. It's hard for me to explain that. I don't want to screw it up too bad. I'm not trying to go into too much detail about it's, trying to explain it, but it's kind of like internet um, real estate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, some, and some of those videos I've seen were like, you know, there's, there's, there's companies are already out there, you know, um, Nike's getting into it. Um, Universal music group is getting into the music side of it. As far as NFTs, um, people are already buying land on um, is Decentraland or I forgot what the what one of the one of the Meta Worlds is called. But you know, there's companies already buying land on those platforms. Yeah, which I mean, there's already artists that are like creating NFTs as well. Like the other day, I saw that Post Malone made two of them already, 
and then like yeah and each of like there's already several people that have been making them now yeah so i mean it's i'm not saying it's like a rich get richer kind of thing but i mean they have to be doing it for some reason (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean uh i'm not saying like how's the best i always think like uh like even with like vegas odds and all the and like like the stock market it's like they know what they're doing because i always like look at like certain options and i'm always like you see like the first one which would be like a week option and then you have like three a uh, two week option and then a, a three week option and sometimes the one week option uh it might uh it might be at a decent price or something where in the middle the week two might be at a cheaper price mm-hmm. but like the week three is going to be higher and it's always like why is that week three would be higher you would think that it's like because uh like uh because the stock market is so volatile or the stock would be so volatile that how do you know that within three weeks it's gonna blow up and sure enough it's like it's like the price is raised up for like the average consumer to be like you know what that's a little too much for me i don't want to jump into it but for like someone that's got a an unlimited bankroll for them they're like oh well i can afford that so here it goes and they'll be buying like a contract for like four grand five grand or they'll buy like three of those contracts and they'll they'll quadruple their money but the average joe can't be like oh i gotta throw four grand right now so i can right purchase this i'm like mm-hmm. there's there's a reason why they like like they know yeah right, right. And that, that's that's the that's like the Oh, it's a little. I, I can. I think the. I think the right word is. De- it's a little demoralizing because mm-hmm. it lowers our morale that we're trying to be in the game, but, but yet there's you know, these. All these hoops. Yeah, all these hoops that these millionaires and beyond know about because they have a high net worth, so they get the first taste at what's going on before the rest of us general public mm-hmm. um, gets a taste of. But like the that and the, these guys earn your leisure. Um, I think so. I, I I'm starting to follow them on on Spotify. I'll I'll see if I can hopefully um, grab like their knowledge because they I think at some point in the little interview they they did mention where that that's where they're trying to they're trying to close that gap trying to by giving free information based on what they do. You know, I think one of the guys he says he's you know he's trading or he's not necessarily trading but he's online with his screens for 12 hours a day. You know, just watching the market. You know, seeing things move and whatnot. You know, he's and they're giving this information for free because that's the best way to, for one, gain trust, but then um, close the gap between these millionaires that have the upper hand because they get the information first. Which, mm-hmm. saying this out loud, it almost sounds like insider trading. You <laughs> know, like like a, like a like an un, un underlying like a like you know like a gray gray line of of underlying trading where like you know there's. But it goes back. It does go back to tiers, like I guess you know status level, whatnot. That's what it seems like. But it's like, damn, like it's almost a little insider tradeish. Well, I mean, feel, like almost. I mean, like, dude, it kind of makes sense because it's like if you, I mean, if you kind of understand like this information to a certain extent, like there's always going to be like uh, someone that is trying to get into it or someone that's like barely getting their feet wet. Well, we've been doing this for like, so let's say like ten years. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. If we've been doing it for like 10 years, the guys that have barely been doing it for one to two years are going to want to listen to us or kind of get pick our pick our brain. So yeah. it makes sense. Like like uh, uh, the Puerto Rican gentleman, the tall guy tycoon, he has these strategy Sunday meetings and he'll be throwing out stocks here that he that he says that are, are that he believes are going to blow up or here or there or, or this one's going to be a good one for the week or we should keep an eye on this one for the week. And it's like, OK, if I invest in it. And then he helps me make money. 
And then when th- and then when that guy is gonna be going into like Dallas or Houston or New York, and I'm in the area, and he's having these like meetings where it's like, oh, I've rented out a ballroom. Here are my tickets, or two hundred bucks each, and it's like he makes his money off the people that are coming to his show. Yeah. And all he had to do was just give a little bit of stock advice on one day out of the week or or have like a little group of people that he gives advice to. Like yeah. that, like the gentleman dude from Puerto Rico, he even has uh, these classes because he used to be a professor at a university. So he even has these classes where people will pay for to join his little group, his little study group for like, uh, I think it's like a hundred. I don't know if it's a hundred bucks for the whole year or or how exactly it works. I think it's like about 100, 150 bucks for like the whole five sessions or being a part of the whole group. And he walks you through the classes, but then he also gives you like, you're in like a special group text kind of thing where he sends you like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this day trading at this time. If you guys want to follow me and follow my moves. Yeah. And, and, so and more often than not, they'll, they'll blow up. And because he's like, uh, uh, I guess, uh, he's helping the younger folks out or the average Joe people out and makes him, get more money when he has these shows and events because now those guys are spreading the word to other people that don't do it so it's like it's making like a little uh network of like yeah i guess like spiders or something like that to where or like a like a spider it's making like a little spider web to where all the spiders are coming towards him and he's just making like 200 bucks here 200 bucks here 200 bucks here the entire time and i mean i it seems like that's what these guys uh, earn your leisure are doing as well because they were even mm-hmm. brought up that they sold out the apollo theater yeah that's pretty dope and i was just like dude that's that's crazy two guys that were like teachers or like average joe people that just started doing trading and then now they sold out an entire like one of the most famous theaters in the u.s yeah that's pretty that's that's pretty dope um i'm trying i'm trying to log into my twitter here apparently i don't know my my freaking password yeah, for, for anything. I was trying to do, I was trying to like log in. Cause I have I have a TV here that I, I've tried so I so I can have my screen like set up and then I have like the separate one for so I can mm-hmm. look up stuff as we're talking. Um, but then apparently I don't know any more passwords or anything. Um yeah, no, yeah. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. I guess at this point, like I'm all I'm also so like just neck deep in like actually trying to Honestly, I mean, my, if I'm being honest, like my goal, my goal is to become a millionaire, how I do it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like gauging my, you know, I'm kind of gauging my, I'm trying, I'm gauging the routes I'm trying to take to make it happen. If that makes sense. Oh, and, yeah, it's no. like, and it's like, because the, the biggest, the biggest thing, the only reason why I, I, I want to really is because I'd like to, what the heck? I'd like to not work forever, you know, like, yeah. Like work in the sense, in this pure sense of like having a, a need, needing a job. I like, like what I'm doing now, like I I'm working in healthcare, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, so I have my AMT practice, my, my AMT license. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking about getting my, like working to get my paramedics, my paramedic license eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm, cause when I'm in the room with a patient or whatever, whatever I'm doing, it's like, I'm there because I'm trying to help the person. You know, I'm trying to help the doctor, trying to help the nurses, trying to help the patient themselves. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's like it's it's at the end of the day, it's my choice. I'm not. I'm not. What the way I'm seeing it is like I'm not trying to be there because I have to. 
You yeah. know, that, that, I, and I don't know. I, I feel like in some aspects it's, it's like, it's not, um, it's not too common yet. I think it will become common, especially with this decentralization of like jobs and like, and then now with COVID because people can now like telework a lot, a lot more than before. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Then 2019 to now, um, I think it become a thing, but I think that that's one of my goals. Like I, 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 there's certain things I like working. I like doing, I like learning, but I'd like to do it at, because I want to be there. Not because I need a, I need a job just to pay the bills and then, you know, go about my day. Dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I've always, I've always kind of like told myself, dude, I want to retire when I'm 40, but not like, like not necessarily like retire from making money. I meant like retire from like having an actual job that I have to like go nine to five, clock the, clock the ticker and let's get started. But, uh, going back to your, the healthcare that we were, that we were talking about how you, uh, how we were discussing healthcare. Did you catch the part where they mentioned that how investing in Apple could lead you to uh, a form of a, how they're advancing in the medical field. Because they brought up the fact that as a, as a country, most of our budget, uh, at a good chunk of our budget goes into uh, to the medical field, like as far as like advances in medicines and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they brought, out, they brought out the idea of how, how somebody said that, oh, Apple's going to be the new recording label. And they were like, no, Apple's going to be the new uh, medical, like, I don't want to say medical insurance, but the way they described it, that they were going to be the next uh, uh, medical uh, med group in a sense. Because okay. like, if you think about it, from the start of the Apple Watch 1 to the Apple mm-hmm. Watch 7, it not only ca- counts your calories burnt, it counts your heart rate, your blood yeah. oxygen level. It counts all these things that now it's like Apple's receiving all this information, creating your portfolio and then eventually when you go to the doctor, all this information is already going to be in your doctor's hands by the time you step foot into the room. Yeah. And, yeah. and there'll be like data to like over a certain time span. Exactly. Because you've had it for how long and it knows how you've progressed from let's, let's say you had it at age 21. And then so they know that like, oh, from 20 to 30, this is how his health has been either climbing up or climbing down or he's been getting healthier or he's been getting sicker. And it's all this information is just going to be collected. And instead of like, like that Apple's going to be taking, taking over in a sense of a whole nother different field. It's not just going to be, yeah. Oh, some software technology right, a, or right. a music, a uh, music provider. Yeah. It's gonna, it's going to jump into the medical field as well. And we're going to be, I mean, I could see that, that eventually yeah. we're just going to be having our own portfolios where it's like, we know our, our blood type blood oxygen how much what are are we diabetic or etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah how, how well we're sleeping and you know stuff like that too. exactly that's crazy so i didn't i did not catch that it's interesting to me but i have been paying attention because i have been in a situation where this person comes in with a freaking watch and it says my heart's doing this i said what <laughs> I, I, I like no care like, i said what your watch said what so yeah, my watch said this. And so we go in there, we go do EK, an actual EKG. We put the stickers on and it's accurate. And I was like, what in the world? Like this, and this happened, man, was it earlier this year or late last year? It was within the last 12 months. I can't remember when it happened, but cause it's happened. Cause that was, and th- this is a specific time that I just remember. Cause I was, I was blown away. I was like, your watch said what your watch is telling you like what? Cause I use analog watch. I don't have Apple watch. 
I don't, I personally don't care to own a digital watch. I don't want one. I, that's just me. I don't want one. Um, maybe one day I will get one. Maybe, maybe, but for now, as long as I'm <laughs> spending my own money and stuff like that, yeah. like me personally, it, and I know, I think nine out of 10 people that I know have one, you mm-hmm. know, it wasn't actually till like this month that I've met a couple people that don't have them. Other than that, everybody has them, doctors, nurses, you know, some of the other workers that I, that I know, you know, it's, it's a normal thing, which is fine. It's been since, since the Apple watch one came out. Right. You know, and now we're at what you said, we're at number I seven, we're like at seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's say seven, you know, going, going on eight soon, it's going to happen. Right. We know, we know it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, I said, I just like, I was like, what the heck is going on? And I didn't even think about like what you're talking about, where it's more of a, the meta, um, a meta thing of uh collecting data of long-term yeah collecting data i knew it every apple phone comes with a health a health app so like Mm -hmm. i knew that and i like it because it it gets a generalization because even without a watch as long as you have your your phone in your pocket it still gathers more or less how much steps you you've walked based on the space that you're covering you know kind of geographically kind of like just decide well this is the average walking Mm -hmm. space and whatever so like I, I I am aware of some of those things. You know, Cameron Haynes, he's a bow hunter. I, I don't know if you know about him. Yeah, or not. I know. Yeah. But like he posts like his health stats. I think he has just a, a general like uh e I call it an e-watch, you know, electronic watch, digital watch. Um mm-hmm. he you know, he posts his data, which is which is pretty cool because like you know, he's proving that you know he, oh yeah, he ran freaking 32 miles today, you know, like whatever. Like yeah, he, he carried an elk, he carried a, yeah, yeah. like a 500 pound elk down, yeah, a, yeah, just put down on a his hill back and you know, walk with his walk with his son. Um, so like, you, like I, I've, I've known about it, but it's just so crazy, like how accurate. And then you bring up these points, like, man, like that's true. I, I, I did not, you know, I did not think about it where like you know, Apple's gonna be able to just. Cr- I guess the best way to put it is like they're going to be able to create a database, a sub company of a data, a healthcare database. Well, that's what I want to know too, because it's like, like I want to know if it's going to remain as one mother, what like a mothership, yeah, or if it's going to be like uh, pull a Facebook, yeah, and be like a Facebook and then a Meta kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, or, like that's that's kind of what I, wa- I want to know because it's like there's there's other stocks that I follow that are like as far as I'm in the medical field where they're either companies that create uh, products or ele- uh, electronic equipment that go into hospitals or companies that are trying to find advancements in certain diseases or however it goes. Yeah. But like, like I just want to know, is it going to be because uh, this it seems like it's something that could happen within the next five to 10 years. And is that going to, is it just going to be a whole mothership of everything stays together under Tim cook and Apple, or is it going to be like, are we going to have uh, like Apple and then Apple medicine? <laughs> and is that going to be its own company within the bigger company that we can work into or invest in and all that? Yeah. 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 It's wild. So, to stay on this like digital track. So today um, I had a day off. So we we're, we we're out, you know, just enjoying, enjoying, really enjoying it. It was cold and like overcast, but it wasn't rainy. Uh, it was like, eh, like six, it was like 60 today. It was like 55, 60 degrees. So it was, it was nice. Just overcast. But, um, went to this, 
aquarium and they had a little VR set up there to go swim with humpback whales. And one of my friends, they wanted to do it. So, so I, I was like, Oh, I'm down. But I was down. Cause I was curious. Like, I don't have like, you know, I have friends that have, you know, they have the Oculus, you know, they have one or whatever they, they, they had, they've had it for a little while. Um, so I'm aware of like the technology existing. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just not interested. I'm interested in creating products for it. I'm not interested in consuming it yet. Right. Anywho. Um, so, so I'm like, man, like I'm, I'm curious. So we go in, we go in, we have to pay for like the ticket. Cause it's like a 12 minute little like thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, so we go in there and then, so you sit in this little egg thing and you put on your, you put on the glasses and they say, hey, you know, thumbs up when you're ready, give them a thumbs up. And then you start, and it, if you, if you weren't, if they had uh, little vents of air that could push you, you would think you're in a damn virtual roller coaster, bro. That, that's because, what I was wondering. I was like, is start, it some kind of like 4D like, thing? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah. So you put your, your little goggles on, you're in your own little uh, eggshell thing. And then they start it. The, the screen on the goggles starts. And then uh, the egg, like, lifts you you're already your feet are off already off the ground but like it gives you the the sensation of a lift mm-hmm. and then as the video starts you kind of track in and you and you start the adve- little adventure and i was like man like this is so amazing all you needed because it was like again it was ocean based so it was like all you needed is like something to give you a few specials of water and then like a little air vents the way that, the way disney does it um mm. to give you the sensation of an actual roller coaster but the movement along with the vr it was it was interesting. I was like, oh, dude, like, this is pretty dope. Like, I, I want I want an egg. You know, like, like this is pretty cool. Like, this this is actually pretty cool. It's, I mean, obviously, it's probably expensive, you know, as far as, like, owning those type of those types of things. But it just – it made me more optimistic as far as going back to investing. That's what that, – dude, my gears have just been running, like, you know, leading up to this conversation. And I, and I wasn't sure when I was going to tell this little story of, of me experiencing the VR. But 12 minutes, bro, and it was like – this is pretty cool. Like, this is really, like, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And I think that's going to be the, maybe the, it might be a little addicting, you know, it'll get to that point of like, oh, wow, I want more of this, you know, to where I do buy an Oculus at some point. <laughs> Dude, know? like, here's, here's also the thing. It's like, now that there's like an actual thing, it's like, uh, these people that go into this, like the Oculus or the, or the metal or the metaverse and all that mm-hmm. other stuff that it's like, um, they're talking and they're, and they kind of brought up this, this idea that it's like, you're going to have these artists now that it's like, oh, hey, uh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to go to the, the Tiesto concert. It's, it's at the, it's at seven, it starts at seven o'clock. It's yeah. like, oh, where's it at? Oh, it's just in the metaverse. So it's like, you're just yeah. going to put your it's goggles. In this, it's in this little, it's in this location of the metaverse. Yeah, but you're just going to put your goggles on and you're going to be in that area. And it's like, so now these guys, these artists are just going to be doing a track or playing their stuff from their house. Don't even have to get up or go anywhere. And they're going to have million um millions of people within their crowd and it's how much like how much money is it gonna be one bringing in and like is it just like less work more money or is it gonna be like oh obviously we're gonna charge less because there's like a lot more people can come now yeah more people can come more people can show up um this is one thing i i've 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 I, let me, let me, this, I want to finish with this point before we, so yeah, no, these are all, I think these are all valid questions and I, I want to jump into the employment side 
Um, eventually, I'm, I'm gonna write it down so I don't fucking forget. So I, I will forget. Um, Cause that's the stuff I think about. Because when I when I was playing music, and I was with Eddie and stuff, and we went to Nashville a couple of times, and I got to go to um, what's it called? It's a it's a it's a big convention. It's a big musician convention, primarily guitar play, primarily guitar stuff. But they have in ear monitors, they have bass, you know, bass bass gear. It's all the new gear coming in for the next that next year, right? And in one of them, I think it was Kelsey Ballerini. She was just starting. Now she's like she's freaking star. Um, cause she even has a collaboration with freaking Halsey. Um, but I think it was her and I got, so we got to hear her at this, at a little sub, a little, um, um, not, it was, it was an interview ish type thing. And she talks about like her and I think it was her and her producer and like another friend or, or brother or something between the three of them, they created her first record. And, and if you hear the record, it's, it's really good. It's really well done. My question is then, well, what about all these musicians that need jobs? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where I come at. That's why I come to it where, cause the, the, the answer that I've heard from business people is like, well, you just have to adapt. Like even Gary V says like when, whenever your job, whenever you get replaced, it's up to you to then figure out a way to become relevant again or learn a new skill basically is what he said as well. I'm like, man, well, that sucks. Imagine like, imagine like being good at something, especially like something like music, like you're good. You've been playing for 20 years and then you just get, you just get the rug pulled under you because now we've entered this metaverse. <laughs> we've into this metaverse. I mean, um, it's kind of the same it's, thing. It's as the you. balance. It's just the balance of like the way I see things because being a musician, it's like, we already don't get paid a lot of money, you know, like, you know, like mm-hmm. as like a, a, a touring musician for what it's for. It's worth. I mean, it's kind of the same topic with the, uh, what is it? Those uh, self checkout lanes as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what is it? Like they'll have like six to eight of them and it's much faster for the average Joe to go in there, check out his stuff, pay by himself and go in, go out. And really you just need one person. When you think about it, those are six different like, lanes that could have been done that could have involved six different workers yeah. but instead we're getting rid of the six keeping the one and or getting rid of the five keeping the one and that yeah, one guy can manage nine stations yeah and yeah. And, and and particularly walmart because they're very good at it you know cutting cutting personnel it's like and now it's just now <clears throat> you have the bigger the walmart the more self-checkouts you have and then oh, yeah. you know, that's it you know it's, it's crazy it's crazy and like I guess my opinion is I'm I'm for the worker, but I'm also for innovation. So it's like, well, fuck, like I'm yeah. you know it's it's a limbo thing, and, and I feel like I'm always in the I always feel like I'm I put myself in the middle because it's like, well, I can see both sides of the argument, and it's like, well, we're also human, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like it's, it kind of sucks to an extent. Um, so going back to like music, uh, like concerts in the metaverse. I, so I, I looked it up. So Ariana Grande's already had a concert. On Fortnite, I don't know if you heard you had heard about that yet. I did hear about uh, Travis Scott having one. I knew that Travis Scott had one. That he's the one, okay. He, I know he's another one. That so I had her. I knew there's another artist. I couldn't remember who. This is so I, I, I gotta save this this um I gotta save this link so I can put it on the show notes because we talk we're talking about it. So Ariana Grande's Fortnite concert opens up the metaverse. So she did. It. I'm trying to see if there's a time of when she did it. Does last major cut latest? When was when was this at? When was this thing written? Didn't, didn't even give a day when it was written. 
<clears throat> yeah, so Travis Scott. Okay, so I guess I, I, I can't remember who else had done one because I know it had. I know there was someone else. So I guess him. He was the one. So Ariana Grande did it. Um, she even looked like a. It says the, the article saying that she even looked like a Fortnite character. Um, I'm more curious of when this was and. So, so here you go. Yeah. So Travis Scott's in-game performance was seen by 12.3 million live viewers. Um, the Ariana Grande event is likely to top that and persuade many more artists to engage in the metaverse. Damn, it doesn't give me a day when it was written. Anyways. Yeah, it's it's but yeah, I mean it, it's it's like I'm all for it because especially like the the great artists who's on SoundCloud only because they don't have a record deal and they're not as popular as Ariana Grande, but if their music's good, then, you know, it'll give them a chance to at least have that exposure. Well, I mean, just imagine, I guess kind of imagine, I know it was a little bit even delayed, but you know how like everybody goes or like a lot of people go to those, uh, the, well, I mean, like the EDCs and the ultras and all that other music yeah, festivals, yeah. right? Yep, well, yep. like in 2020, because of COVID, they had the vir- the virtual Ravathon. Like, what would have happened mm. if everyone had VR headsets? Yeah. And it was like, you're like, okay, yeah, the virtual Ravathon was like, you'd go to the YouTube channel or whatever, and you would see it like, like just on a screen. You would see it, but, v- but VR. Have you used any type of VR yet? An Oculus or anything? The, I've used the Oculus every once in a while. But I'm also too scared because it's like I know the, some of those games are what they have there. I'm like, I'm gonna hit something, or I'm gonna <laughs> break something. Dude, there's videos. I know yeah. myself. It's like it's like when the Wii came out and like people were throwing like remotes to the TV and like. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that video on I saw on Instagram, or it might have been like a TikTok that got it uploaded to Instagram. That it's the old the old dude. And he's doing the boxing VR and he's boxing and then his grandkid gets there and then he just socks him in the face. And it's like, <laughs> like one, it's messed so up because the parent, instead of watch, watching the kid, he's you like, oh, this is going to be something funny and yeah. I'm going to get it on tape. And I'm like, which it is funny, good content. But it's like, dude, that, that's something I would do. I would, it's like a, one of those Call of Duty games or whatever and you would have to walk. I'm going to hit yeah. the wall. I'm going to trip over something and I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I'm just too scared of the VR. Have you seen Have you seen uh, Ready Player One yet? I mean, it's been a, it's been out like a long time ago, but have you seen? It? Uh, yes, and yes, because yeah, I remember watching it. I remember the dude like going in there with the whole goggle. Like I remember the whole goggle theme, and then that whole uh, I guess apparatus that he would get. Yeah, into he had, yeah, yeah, and he would run into. It. I remember the movie, but I don't remember like in great detail. Okay. But I, I do remember watching it. Like they had also the what was it? It was like an RV kind of thing that they were getting into or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But one of the one of the yeah, friends I, I from the, the movie. metaverse had had the RV. So yeah, so I had never seen it literally until last week. I think I had a day off, and I and I and uh, so Mark Zuckerberg had just at this point, Mark Zuckerberg had just released about the metaverse about changes to Meta, and then I had seen like his little metaverse like trailer about like what he envisions the metaverse to be. Mm-hmm. And then um, I listened to a Tim Ferriss podcast where he's talking with, um, I think his name is Chris Dixon. And I have to look it up. <clears throat> he's talking with uh, Naval, Naval Ravikant is the other guy's name, Tim Ferriss. And so the title is um, The Wonders of Web 3, How to Pick the Right Hill to Climb. Finding the right amount of crypto regulation um, 
and the untapped potential of NFTs. Um, and so they, so they, so this is, this is a, how long is it? it's two, two hours and 31 minute, like podcast episode. And they just deep dive into all everything. They deep, they dive deeper into the stuff that we're just kind of trickling over. Right. Everything from crypto NFTs, web three there. That's the first podcast where I heard about web three. And then I started doing more research on YouTube and stuff. Um, but anyways, Tim Ferriss brings up, Oh, ready player one. And they're like, yes, it's, you know, it's, that's the direction we're heading, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, well, damn. And I was already intrigued by the podcast. I'm like, well, let me watch it. And I'm like, this is freaking crazy. And then swimming with humpback wells today. Like, like, I'm like, this is even crazier. <laughs> like, this is freaking wild. Like, like, I, I don't know. It, it makes me optimistic about like technology. Cause I do like, again, I, I'm, I'm re I'm just reiterating and, you know, I'm walking all over myself, but like, I just like, New, these new things that are coming out they're pretty dope you know they're pretty freaking cool you know it's cool that they exist dude here's this idea that i just uh, thought about just because like i mean i have my tv on and it's muted right now but it's uh it's like a bas the basketball game that's going on right now on espn and then now i'm starting to think like if we're having these live concerts we're having all these like other virtual experiences i'm like how long would it take or at what point or at what point in our lives are we going to get into where they're going to be virtual football or like sporting events Dude, imagine so who's that it's like, are you watching college basketball or, or are you watching pro basketball uh it's it's uh pro basketball it's nba so imagine like you know going to a spurs game oh i'm gonna go to a spurs game and just freaking put on your yeah. vr set have like a like, decent surround sound and just be there dude well that's the thing it's like okay well when they did it when they were like in the bubble or whatever because of covid it's like yeah you could do that you would per like they would purchase your seat or you would get in the seat or whatever but what it was, it was like, it's like this, like what we're doing right now. I would be in front of my computer, my camera would be on, and then what my screen is projecting right now would be on the seat. But you're just doing that. You're just watching the game on your computer or watching it on your screen, and it's like you're a part of the audience or whatever. Yeah. But you're not getting that camaraderie experience where it'd be like, me and you, let's go to a Spurs game, and we're sitting there together at the actual stadium and all that. But yeah, if yeah. we're in the actual virtual world, we're like, oh, hey, Andy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I want to get a ticket to the Spurs game you want to go it's like oh yeah and you're in Chicago and I'm over here and I'm like what seat are you getting oh I'm getting C3 I'm like okay I'm gonna be in C4 next to you and it's like we're both there virtually I can like go to you or like yeah. C2 right <laughs> next to me and I can talk to you even though you're not next to me yeah and dude think about it what if like we're at that point like you don't think as a sports venue owner and I'm gonna get some kind of uh revenue because you're coming to my game or whatever even though it's virtually you're still coming into it and there's a certain amount of capacity, but what is it to say that because it's in the metal world and you can create so much more, how about you double capacity? You bring down the ticket price, double capacity, and you're in a sense going to be doubling up your net worth or your daily profit. In, yeah, your, your gross, your, your gross, gross, gross income. income, gross income. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's it. the first thing yeah. that I would think of if I'm a, if I, I'm a one of these like sports Dude. owners. I'm like, I'm doubling up. If I can fit 72,000, I'm bringing it up to 140,000. And even if I have to take off 10 bucks off a ticket, okay, I'm bringing 10 bucks off a ticket, but I'm also doubling up in actual people. And I don't have to pay for alcohol because more than likely these guys are probably just going to be like, oh, hey, uh, I'm going to go to the fridge real quick and get my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine the funniest thing. So me and you, me and you, we're at this freaking game. It's a, it's a Spurs game. And just getting tanked, be like virtual reality getting tanked. Like, we're drinking in real life, 
and yeah. just drink and drink and watch the game. That's the funniest thing, dude. That's 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 so at least to me. Like, I I guess like I guess because I can picture myself drunk, <laughs> so I'm like that would be hilarious. And I'm like, I don't have to drink it. There's no drinking and driving. There's no Uber. You know, there's you know I don't have to worry about like getting in trouble. There's no PI. You know, like, hey, hey no, I'm nothing. Home. I'm home. <laughs> yeah, and you're getting all the, your experiences of actually going to a game and all that. And yeah. but it, I'm also like. That kind of also makes me think about like the workers too. Are we at a certain point just like are are we gonna have less of them now? Because I don't know, like if it's gonna be the duration oh, yeah. of the game or like it's how is it gonna argument. affect the workers or even then the it stadium is. workers? What happens to them? Yeah, no, dude. This is this is stuff that like it puts me it it, it judges and tests my moral compass because I, again, like talking about it's like. I think we're both pretty animated. We're both like, man, this is pretty cool. We're, you know, we're watching this game, but then we're not actually there. So now this worker, popcorn, get your popcorn, hot dogs, $2 hot, hot dog. Like, there's no need. Yeah. Now it's going to be just a, just a, a monito there just for, just for the, just for the feel of the game. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you don't, you don't need it anymore. Dude, unless the hot dogs, and, unless, unless the hot dogs an NFT. Now we're just opening doors up. Well, well, how how are we not about this? Like, think about it. It's if it is our avatar in a sense. Like, how many times like people in like Call of Duty and Fortnite and all these other video games, they spend all this amount of money to make their avatar a lot cooler. How many people are in the like legitimately? And you know, there's gonna be a good amount of people, if not fifty percent, and if not at least like like yeah, like at least fifty percent of the people are more than likely gonna see the monito with the popcorn guy pop it up, coming up over here and be like, oh, you know what? I want my avatar to have popcorn. So when I when people are watching us or watching me and you watch the game, they're gonna yeah. be seeing us like, oh, they're eating popcorn. But are we really eating popcorn outside? <laughs> no, you you we already said that we're getting hammered, drunk. So <laughs> so it's like, or what if it's we're spending crazy. twice as much? What if we're spending twice as much for beer? Because like, let's say like, oh, hey, I want my avatar to have a, I I want the people to know that I'm drinking at home. So mm-hmm. I want my avatar to have a beer. And how mm-hmm. much are they gonna charge for that? beer to be on your avatar like holding like your avatar holding that beer so it's like you're paying for your six pack that you're getting drunk on and then you're paying for that beer to be there it's it's crazy it's crazy to think about bro it's it's so crazy to think about because now because now we're just opening doors to possibility that's all we're doing now now we're like oh like what about this and what about this like how can we keep the workers working you know like but it would still be vr essentially yeah so that's so crazy bro I mean, Dang. that's just that, that's what I'm starting to think about. And I'm like, holy crap, like, like, yeah, this could happen. So, so 12 hours ago, there's a there's another article where it says Justin Bieber is going into the metaverse for a virtual concert. Watch the trailer. I'm not gonna watch the trailer. So he's going he's going super meta. How's that? Let's see. I'll put this one in the show notes too, and I can, I can I'll send I'll send both these things to you, Fred, just so you can take a look at them whenever. Um, Sweet. See. So, oh yeah, the he'll perform. Just so crazy. So it says Waves technology will also enable audiences to engage with the Bieber experience by giving them the chance to appear live on stage alongside the singer 
during dedicated fan moments and influence his performance and environments in real time. So, like, does that mean they're gonna? Because it says give him a chance to appear live on stage, influence his performance. So, does it mean, it mean like, like, if you're there, you can give him like, I'm I'm labeling it this, but like, you give him like coins to like boost his like performance. Like, I I, I guess <laughs> I guess the way I kind of see it is like you're paying an additional fee to be brought up to the stage to bring up either encouragement or like to give, I guess, uh, like your request or your song request or whatever. So it's like, and you know, there's going to be people to like, if the general virtual viewing experience is like 35 bucks and then to be on stage is like a hundred, you know, there's going to be people throwing up a hundred dollars just to be like, Oh, Hey, just to be heard my voice. And he heard what I wanted to say. Yeah. 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 Well, dude, like we were talking about, because um, people that I know have people that they know that have made their fortune on OnlyFans and things of that, you know, things yeah. with these new apps and stuff that come out, right? And and I, I, there's a question that one of them brought. I forgot what I forgot what the question was, but my answer was, well, it's the same thing as like it's 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 really FOMO, you know, fear of missing out Mm -hmm. enough to where you're willing to spend, you know, 30 bucks a month or whatever the, whatever the subscription is. Yeah. Whatever it is. And you're willing to pay for that person when obviously you can find a lot of stuff for free. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, but but even when I said like FOMO, I was like, man, like sometimes I think I have FOMO and we're going back to like stocks and like all these things, you know, trying to get in, trying to, buy the you know buy a dip or whatever company we're interested in stuff like that and trying to gauge that um it's like man that's some deep that's some real fomo you know and like looking at this just because this concert is actually it's actually tomorrow bro it's the eight it's by the time people see this it's going to be done and over with um and though maybe there'll be more news about it at and that i point. guarantee you that's the number one topic on twitter tomorrow it's definitely going to be right there as soon as the concert start that's definitely going to be the number one trending thing on Twitter. Yeah. And then there goes everybody's little, yeah, because they're just going to have that little, the little bit of FOMO, that little nugget of missing out. And they're going to be like, well, oh man, my friend was, was at the concert. He, he was there in the, in the virtual concert. Why can't I go? Or yeah. I wanted to be a part of it. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I don't, I guess to lay it out there for me is that I don't think this is a good or a bad thing. It's just, I'm just, we're just like, like, cause I know, cause I know they're like, if there was a Gary Allen, like virtual reality, I'd probably pay <laughs> my, you know, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like if there's Gary Allen or like Rascal Flatts doing like a, like a reunion tour or something like I, I have my vices too. Right. Yeah, like, I, I, I definitely have, we, we all have, I, I can, I think I can, I think I can argue that we all have our vices that we're willing, what we're, what we're willing to do when we're willing to do it. Um, so I guess I just don't want this information to be mishandled, um, thinking that, oh, well, you know, we're just not yeah, it's something that we're never doing. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, we all have it, our vice. I mean, but... it's like that same thing that you were talking about, like, like, uh, with the OnlyFans thing where it's like, you follow these girls on Instagram or whatever, like everybody does it. Everybody follows those, the, uh, the influencers or whatever. And then they post these risque photos 
And it's like, it leaves you with wanting more. Yeah. So it makes you want to join and get their subscription or whatever, because it's like, man, I wanted to see that. Why couldn't I see that? Oh, well, I guess I have to, I have to pay. And now it's like, well, do you want to miss out on what you could have seen? Or are you going to, are you going to swallow? Or are you going to cough up the 12 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever? Yeah, whatever it is a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like it kind of, kind of makes sense. Cause it's like, dude, like think about it. What is it? Uh, it's not Gary Allen, but who's the who's the dude that had like a, a residency in Vegas? That uh, there's Garth Brooks. Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks had one. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, let's say, like Garth Brooks. It's like, how many people are like, oh, dude, I can't go to Vegas to go to a Garth Brooks concert. Oh, but he's having one in the metaverse. Shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> because Garth Brooks tries to create like his own like streaming services and all that stuff. he's gonna be the he's gonna, he's gonna be that one he's not gonna be the only one but he's gonna, he is gonna be that artist that like initiates um so i feel like everything he's done he's just been early to the game mm-hmm. and this might be one thing where if he's early he might win you know to create blockchain like garth brooks blockchain <laughs> blockchain you know like i think he might win at that because again he, he created own streaming services you can't find any of his his actual original music on spotify or youtube um it's you have to go to a streaming service really yeah look it up yeah try looking it up type in garth Ooh. brooks you won't find anything that's him actually singing um on youtube or spotify he'll have a i think he has a couple collabs on spotify with like his wife with trisha yearwood um but there's nothing you can't get like thunder rolls or um friends in little places you can't get any of those sung by him performed by his band yeah because there's none of his albums only yeah. appeared on like George Jones or appeared yeah. on. Like, it's, they're all features. They're not. They're yeah, they're features. not. They're not. It's not yeah, him. They're not his music. Not. Yeah, yeah. You have to go. And I don't. Even, I don't know. I don't know what his streaming is called. I, it's, if you t- if you type in Garth Brooks, you'll probably find what streaming what his streaming service is called. But but yeah, no. Like he's yeah he's been one of the ones that's. I think he's he's been early, but I think given Web three and blockchain, I think he he would actually win in this case. Well, yeah, it's kind of like he stole the the Mayweather thing or like the Canelo thing now because Canelo pretty much copied it off of Mayweather. But it's like he got rid of the boxing promoter and opened up his own promoting company. So it's like now you have to, oh, you want my services? You have to contract it through me. So it's like instead of having like that gentleman that would make the fights like, oh, you're going to fight this. You you two are going to fight here. It's like, no, uh, if you want me to fight, if I'm going to fight him, you're going to have to go through me only or... Like, there's no more, like, it cuts out the middleman in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's what he's doing. That's what the what now Canelo is doing as well. And it's like, it's also kind of the same thing that now Garth Brooks did with his own streaming services. And, and I mean, this probably could all be also connected to the virtual online metaverse that it's like, you're going to have your own individual concert and every time or individual platform and you're going to have to pay for that too. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to say to see what happens. Going back to just because I, I I frankly I just want to change topics rapidly, and but kind of go kind of retract a little bit. Do you think when I don't know what's the I don't know what's the better question. It, either question, I mean, it's it's very out there. When do you think Bitcoin will hit a hundred thousand, and do you think it'll hit seventy by the end of the year? Oh, well, okay. So going back to that original topic where uh, what made me want to buy the BTBT contract 
was because when I was listening to this guy, the tall guy tycoon, uh, he mentioned that Bitcoin was gonna hit a hundred thousand by the end of the year, and uh, like either not necessarily by the end of the year or by like the start of January, it was gonna be at a hundred, at a hundred thousand. And I'm not saying it might not get there, but can I see Bitcoin definitely being over seventy by Christmas time or being at seventy by Christmas time? Yeah, because dude, it blew up literally from when it once it hit that sixty mark. And what right now it's probably at sixty, fifty nine, sixty. It's right there. It's, it's, a, it's at sixty right now. I'm, I I actually just pulled it up on. I I use crypto.com, so yeah, it's at sixty right now. Sixty one hundred. Yeah, so so it's still it's still within the sixty thousand the sixty thousand bubble. So uh, when it when it broke the sixty, it went from sixty to sixty five around there, or sixty four or sixty four thousand around there. And I'm like, dude, if that happened within the, the first couple of days, how are we not to say that it's like once it it plat- it does the the low the base mark that we were talking correction. about again? Yeah, like yeah. it corrects a little bit. Once it corrects itself back to like it's gonna correct itself to sixty today. Uh, I can see it by by Friday being at 63, 64. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, seventy five does seem like a real reasonable uh, price per coin by December. And also, maybe I am a little biased because I really do want it to hit the hundred. Because if it hits a hundred thousand, <laughs> my contract goes up. So, am I a little <laughs> yeah, biased? Right, yeah, right, right, I'm right. definitely a little biased. No, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I mean, and that's another thing is like, I guess to continue this and just for listeners, whenever whether they listen to it when I release it or whether they listen to this, you know, ten years from now, it's like you know, it's like don't get us wrong. Like we're trying to make we're trying to make moves here. You know, we are trying to make moves. Just you know, we're we're also we're also mindful of of the game you know we're not we're not just outright you know just making because i i will tell you this like i mean even though it's not in the bitcoin realm last week when elon sold what what was it of uh yeah he sold a lot of the stocks dude i texted him i texted one of my buddies like do you think the stock is going down because yeah yeah because i'm invested in tesla it's like would this have been like something that i'm like oh maybe i should get out now um, and that way when it drops down because of all the stock, all the shares that he sold, and then I'll jump back in when it's at a lower price. But, but it, it, it did bring a little bit of a fear in me because I'm like, dude, why is this going on? Is he doing this because to make himself look like, a look better? Is he doing this for tax purposes? What is the, like, what, what are, what are the reasonings for, for this drastic change? Yeah. Yeah, according to Reuters, I guess the final the final count was nine hundred thirty million in shares is what he sold. Because I mean, I mean, granted, yeah, because of COVID, Tesla just blew up, and it's continuing to blow up. And honestly, I could see them doing another. Sold nine nine hundred thirty four thousand shares, bro. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so much. Sorry, what are you saying? I cut you off. But that I could that that's another that they're another stock that I could see. Maybe not necessarily at the end of the year, but if it does hit fifteen hundred per share again, or anywhere close to that, I can see that there's going to be another split. For the consumer to to uh, 
buy in or invest more into the product? What have you, I feel like, I'm going to try to Google it. I feel like I had seen potential, um, a potential stock split for Tesla. Well, because it, it already happened once. And I yeah, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, you told me about it. This is what, 2019 when it happened? Yeah, I think I think it was either 2019 or early March or March of 2020, somewhere around there. I know it was still COVID time because I was at home. I was I was working from home when it happened. Was there a split in August? It says announced the five for one split mid August 20. Oh, 2020. That was last. That was that was a different one. Yeah, that's the one that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the okay, one. Okay, so, that so I, I there hasn't. So I, th- I thought there was a new one, but there hasn't. There hasn't been a new one. I thought I had seen something maybe on Twitter about potential of doing another one, which 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 is what you're talking about, which makes sense. But because I, I mean, at the, at this point right now, I mean, it's so high that how many people are actually going to be like, oh, hey, I got about, I mean, what? Just drop ten grand for just 10 drop shares, ten. Like, yeah, just, dude. <laughs> You're buying, it's like, oh, do I buy a new Nissan Sentra, like brand new off the lot? Like, I mean, I'm over-exaggerating, like, but I mean, one of those like cheaper, <laughs> like those cheaper right. cars that you buy for your kid or something like that. Uh, do I buy Do I buy my kid a car for 15 grand or do I buy 15 shares of Tesla? Yeah, you know what? I mean, he can walk. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much where you're at. It's ridiculous. That's so funny. That's crazy, bro. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's more than a car. I mean, it's 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 literally more than a car payment. Yeah. It's so wild. The the one that I wanted to uh, really get into was uh that the Square stock that they talked about. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I have them locked in. Not. I don't have any anything purchased for square well, but i have well I have that's the that's the one that i was telling you at the very beginning that i was keeping my eye on because i did the the 10 30 the 10 20 30 percentage mm-hmm. and right now it's kind of closer uh i think i think i when i wrote it down on my desk that i had it at uh 221 is going to be the 20 percent drop off that it's dropped from its peak it's dropped at least 20 percent, and that's probably a good time to buy and i'm and i'm really thinking about it and what really piqued my interest was when they mentioned that it was going to be the new JP Morgan. And and when they saw when they talked about it just because I'm so invested in JP Morgan as well that I've seen the growth that they've had that it's like like I want to say uh, does it does it have it? Yeah, it's it's pretty much tripled what I've purchased, like from when I started investing in to now, it's pretty much yeah. tripled uh, my value of it or my, my it's, it's tripled my stocks when I initially bought it. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, is, is this going to be one that it might be the same thing that like, like it's just going to be consistently growing and growing and growing that it's just one of those, like those one, those sure and sturdy stocks that, you know, that are not really like they'll, they'll have their downturns, their little drops, but you're not talking about like, Oh, it's gonna go from hundred to thirty in like six weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just crash out. Cause I mean, like that's kind of where I'm I'm at right now, especially with like stocks. Like I like like do I always get that little itch to try and find that new one that's gonna blow up? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. But I like being more uh 
assure of what's going to happen. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah like sense. trying to just get rid of the volatility. Yeah. yeah. I, get rid of it as much as you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, at the very least. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Makes total sense. Trying to see if I have anything else here. So, yeah, well, I saw that. I guess the the most, I guess the all time, I guess, is it all time high? Yeah, I guess it is all time high. So, all time high is what, 1200 that it's reached so far? Which one? For Tesla. That's, that's what I've been able to find. I think 1200, roughly 1200 is the highest, the all time high I found. No, because wasn't it at like. Because it probably, it probably reached higher like intraday. It probably reached higher than 1200, but. One of the locked-in times. Yeah, because it says 1,200, but this is, like, I don't think this is accurate necessarily because I don't think it takes the split into account because I know, uh, I know it was, uh, uh, what do you call it? Because it split five, yeah, because if it split five ways, it did the five five split, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was like twenty one hundred. Where was that? See, that's that's where I'm. I'm just not like I just I just don't have enough information to to know. Um, cause I can see what you're saying, but I, I mean, I just I, based. I mean, just based on this though, it just shows the twelve hundred. Twelve twenty nine is November November fourth, according to the Robinhood app, and then on yeah, yeah, on the Yahoo. no, because it's not it, it it's not taking into account uh uh what do you call it? It's not taking it into account the split because uh I guess like I googled it right now just to make sure and off a CNBC uh article it does mention that it was down around 480 a share for more than uh, the 2000 before the five to one split. So it was more than $2,000 per share before it hit that five to one split. Got it. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not taken into account when it was, yeah. Cause it's, uh, okay. That makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it hit the record of two, uh, 2,295. And then from there, it did the split. The split now it's where it's at now. Yeah, that's and then, wild. So it dropped down to like four hundred something, and then from that four hundred, it's now back up to the twelve hundred. So that's what I'm telling you, like, dude, if they did that when it hit two grand, be, like, do I see another split possibly happening? Right, right, yeah. How, how many how many companies right now can we say are worth over a grand? There's not shares? a lot, dude. Because not even not even freaking. Uh, because Apple's not that. Apple's are what three hundred and something. We're we're Facebook's at three forty. You know, Meta, Facebook's at three forty. Um, I mean, Walmart's a pretty popular one, one forty two. Apple's at one fifty three. We're mm. talking, I'm, I'm just I'm just giving like closing times for today. Today's the seventeenth, just for the listeners. But hey, like that's uh, crazy. I I got you the top five stocks shares per or stock price yeah stocks per share the I share talking about the shares the, the price per share 
Yeah, the price per share. Okay. I got you the top five right now. Okay, go. At number five, we got Brooks Holding at 2200 At number four, we got Alphabet Inc. Uh, stock price is 2754 That's right. They're freaking high. I was thinking about buying some. Anyways, continue. Amazon at number three with 3325 NVR at uh, stock price 5180 And at number one, Berkshire Hathaway. And I mean, it says that 433000 But... Four hundred thirty-three thousand. Yeah, that's that's the one that's kind of like it's bugging me out. I'm like it's <laughs> taking into account everything. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to find. Well, there's okay. like several like ETFs like through Berkshire. That's what I'm saying. Like I have the. I think I have a feeling the Berkshire one is taking into account all their. Well, no, they're because the, they're separate tickers. So Berkshire, so Berkshire A, is yeah four hundred twenty-six thousand. Well, actually, yeah, and then. This one that's Berkshire Hathaway's right now. I don't know if you can see it. Oh. Go the other way. There you go. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Berkshire B's at 281. And then here's this. Look at the volume of traffic. 1,796. Like that is so low. Like in comparison to the volume of traffic Tesla sees a day. Like just to throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, 31 million or uh, yeah, 300 million Like you're if you're not talking about the one percent of the one percent, that's nearly <laughs> right there. That's crazy. Yeah, that is that is wild. Half a million dollars per share. Get out of here. <laughs> Damn. Dude, that's wild. I mean, but yeah, that's, well, I mean. That's just where uh, we're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I do hope there is another split. I mean. I'll oh, yeah. I'll get, I'll actually get in on this one. You took, you told me about the first one. And I, I don't have any like guilt on my, like for me, because this is part, this is part of the game, right? This is part of the game of, of investing and, yeah. and whatever. So I have like, it, it doesn't, but I actually, what bothers me more is not getting into Bitcoin like in 2013, you know, 20, 10, 2010, Bro, you know, <laughs> forget 2013. <laughs> Why didn't we get into Bitcoin when we got our, our stimmy? Because oh, yeah, that, at the time true. of the stimmy, it was worth $1,200. Yeah. So <laughs> if we would have just put our, our stimmy check into Bitcoin, uh, oh we would have been at 60 K right now and sitting pretty and being like, Hey, uh, Andy, when are you going to buy your Tesla? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just gonna wait another month. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I I'm I'm looking I'm I'm looking into real estate right now, so I'm I'm really far away from. My goal is to pay off my truck. Um, in the next I think it's two I think I have two and a half years, three years left. I think I'll, I'll I'm gonna say three, but I'm 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 trying I'm looking into real estate. Dude, I mean that's. More than, that's a whole nother thing on its own because it's like, granted, I've been recently looking into uh, renting a house. Like oh, I, I wanted, I wanted to get a house, like, like a small little, I wanted to find a small little house kind of thing. And then uh, to have enough space for like me and my dog and all that mm-hmm. shit. And, yeah. 
And because, and, dude, a three-bedroom house for one person is just huge. Yeah. But, like, even here in the Valley, the average price that I've seen is we're talking about, like, between $1,500 a month to $1,700 a month. And that alone is difficult for a single person on a one – like, it's like you have to yeah, automatically seeing, have some kind income. of – Yeah, a dual income in a sense. Yeah. And – I mean, aren't we anticipating a housing crash pretty soon as well? Is that Mike? I, I was going to ask you, anyways, if you have any idea on what the crash is going to be if this does happen in 2024, 2025. Well, I, I, I mean, mean is, is the housing that inflated again? Like, you know, as bad as it was in 2008, where, like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a genuine question. I, 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 and I think it's a good question, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Let's see, what I mean, the, let's see what the internet says. Yeah, because I, I kind of Googled it right now as well, just because I want to see it. But, the, but like, the housing market that happened in 08 was more due to uh, the increase in loans and the type of loans that they brought out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, they, yeah, they, were, they, were, they weren't doing, like, credit checks, and they weren't, they weren't you know, they were, just, they were just having people sign for the quota, and these things yeah. weren't getting paid. They weren't getting paid. And if anything, what I see is this – the, the only thing I can see that's possible with this crash happening is that, if anything, the value of it has gone so high that not enough people are being able to purchase it. And if that, in a sense, could cause, a, cause it to crash because no one's buying. Yeah. I'm guessing this is Dave, Dave Ramsey. Have you heard of Dave Ramsey? He's a finance guy. He sounds familiar. But, He's a gentleman. He has like a show, Dave Ramsey show and all this stuff, stuff. And he does a lot of finance and he he's very pro like get rid of your debt before you like do other things. Even, even if that means like eating maruchan <laughs> soups. Um, I, the title is will the stock. No, this is what this is what I'm looking for. This is not what I'm looking for. Hmm. Because the question was, will there be a crash in 2021? There's, there's no, there's not gonna be a crash in 2021 because we've, we have been recovering, um, since COVID, you know, the COVID closing of the, you know, the world. So he's, he is considering Corona, the Corona closing uh, crash, which it did, I mean, did, I mean, you know, the world shut down for freaking a while. Um, 2021. I don't care about 2021. I'm worried about past. No, I mean, um, I mean, the article that I found also does mention that the housing market is unlikely to crash in 2022. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing yet. So I, I, I have no idea. I, I don't. I don't know how the housing market, uh, how the housing market's doing to, to think that they might be the culprit again. Well, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. because like, I've kind of starting to see that there's people that like, like I know of a gentleman that I'm, that I know pretty much, uh, he has a three bedroom house. His mortgage is somewhere around, uh, 11, uh, like around 1200 bucks a month, mm-hmm. the mortgage, but because he's going to move away, he wants to rent it out. And he's more than likely he's finding people to rent it out for 1600 a month. Which more than likely, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll find somebody. 
to pay that or some family that wants to be in that area to pay for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like these guys, like, like it's ridiculous. Like most of these guys are having $1,100 mortgages and they're flipping them around for rent at 1600 and you're talking about you're making 500 bucks a month just for nothing. Yeah, that, that, that's your profit. Yeah, that's that's the profit, which I, I can I, mean, I can see and I'm, I'm not anti like like making a profit. I just don't know what I'm willing like. I don't know how much time I'm willing to risk a $1,600 like because until he gets those renters, he's going to keep paying that $1,100 mortgage you know, by himself. Yeah. Plus wherever he's going to move to or whatever house he's going to buy next. You know, it's like Unless yeah, unless the only I guess the only potential rational way to do this would be to um, have a renter in place as you're moving around, moving out. So then you transition; you don't have to worry about any incurred cost of the rent and the the mortgage for that house. Because yeah. I mean, that, that's what you're waiting on. I mean, if, 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 and and if the house doesn't seem to be worth $1,600 a month. And, you know, he'll, he'll, like, I think you're right. He'll find somebody, but he's gonna be waiting a while. You know, they'll be waiting a while before they find that person. But in, even if we're looking into investing in actual like real estate, how do we know? Like it's a, it's kind of one of those things that it's like, I understand that the amount of work that you put into the home to build it and make it, I guess, build its equity in a sense mm-hmm. to where um, it can be charged a lot more. But I mean, like, at what point do you analyze the value of the increase? Like, if you're playing, like, like just to keep it in basic in, in basic terms, if mm-hmm. we're paying a thousand dollar mortgage, but let's say I fixed up the kitchen or whatever, and I think the house should be valued at instead of a thousand dollars a month or for whatever the mortgage is, that it should be somewhere around fifteen hundred. How do I find that fifteen hundred? Is something that I kind of like. Yeah, like, I don't, I, that's where I don't. I feel like I feel like me and you know more about like the stock market and like like this yeah. round than we do about like how, how, like being able to value or find the valuation, you know, in a in a house. Yeah, because it was just like that was just one thing that was like kind of like bugging me too. That it's like how how do y'all know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I even asked that. I remember because like we have some, we have some land. I mean, down there in the valley, and whenever they come in and appraise it for taxes and all that stuff, it's like all I see is trees and a gate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, well, there's a gate that way and there's trees, there's mosquito and, you know, mm-hmm. some firewood. <laughs> there's a board that we used to shoot up back there in the corner. Yeah. I um, mean, so yeah, I mean, land's always going to go up. I mean, that's always going to. Yeah, it'll, it'll appreciate, but I guess, I guess just to close up the point about your, your, your buddy there, as far as like, you know, it's just, it's just going to depend on how long he's willing to wait and, if if he's trying to move out before he actually finds renters, you know, I think he'll be waiting a while. Um, I mean, yeah, because it's just I don't know. Because what? Because one thing that I one thing that I think um, is that you have to market the house. Like you have to you have to promote it. You you, you have to promote it. You know, you have to push it out there because because well, I because I think people are looking for houses, but um. But unless you're promoting it and like pushing for it and trying to and asking people and guerrilla marketing, like I think you know your house is not going to be seen right away. Well, don't you think I you think should also I take know. into account your demographic in the area and what is like, like obviously rent here and rent in Houston are two different, like they're in two whole different spectrums, and obviously yep. because more people that work in Houston, the more often than not. 
they're, I guess, like the average yearly salary of somebody working in Houston is going to be a lot higher than the average yearly salary working in the Valley. Yeah. yeah so yeah. don't you think you should also take into account like, well, like, yeah, I want to make 500 bucks a month, but do I, am I going to really find somebody for those first six months? Like, it's probably yeah. going to be a little difficult. But if I bring it back down to 1300 I'm more than likely going to find somebody reasonably enough within the area to to buy it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's willing to... That's willing to... Rent it, rent to, uh, it yeah, rent it out. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And see, that, that's, that's why like, I, I, I don't have a good grasp on where people's mindsets are when it comes to like looking for a house. I know I know what I want, you know, I mean, very selfish, you know, I, I know what I want, I know what I'm looking for you know, space and the types of the types of rooms that I want, you know, so like that. Like, so I know what I'm looking for, but like to try to judge somebody else and what, you know, try to market to a person, you know, to someone else. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have any type of, I don't have any sense of direction for that. Yeah. Cause I mean, I guess I was just thinking, I mean, along on myself, like how would I do it? How, how would I, like if I was put in that situation, I mean, it's, it is kind of yeah. difficult. Especially like knowing the people here and knowing that like oh not not many people can can afford that 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 yeah. amount or like a certain value, and then if it is a lot cheaper to get a mortgage, then at what point are you guys just gonna be like ah you know what I don't wanna I don't wanna rent anymore and I'm gonna be I'd rather buy a mortgage and build my own thing and then that guy's gonna be stuck with a mortgage. Like with his hand and like oh, paying a mortgage that he doesn't want. Oh yeah, paying yeah, paying for a mortgage because 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 the, the rationale is correct. Like you you buy real estate, you buy a house, and then um, you don't always have to even live in it. You just buy the house and you rent it. You right, you fix it up, you make sure it's good to go. Mm-hmm. You ask a real estate agent to help you promote it. You know, someone, and a lot of people in California do that, um, where they'll buy property, but then they use a they use a real estate agent as the middleman. And of course, they're going to take a, a percent, you know, 10% or whatever percentage, and mm-hmm. then you keep whatever is left of that profit. Um, so I know that. But, but it's like, but beyond that, it's like, that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I even kind of, I tried doing my cheap impersonation of a negotiator because I was like, I mean, granted, we were shooting the stick too because we're, we're out golfing and we had a couple of brewskis in us. But I was just like, I, I told him, I told him, I told him, I was like, look, how much are you really going to pay? Or how much are you going to pay your realtor? And it's like, or how much money is she going to, is the realtor going to get out of you renting out your house? And it's like, oh, I might have to pay her this much percentage. I'm like, look, knock that percentage off the rent. And then we can, and we can start talking about why, why, why are my, why are you going to have to pay her? Let's cut her out and let's just work, let's work something out, me and you. Yeah. Yeah kind of thing but it's like like i think he has like that gut feeling that he knows he's gonna get somebody for that price and i'm like that's i mean no harm no foul yeah. that's not that's not that's yeah, not no, my, yeah. I mean, that's the thing like i mean if, if as long as he's willing to wait then then he's good mm-hmm. you know and if, and, if, and, if his, and if his mind's already set then you know then the discussion's over you know <laughs> yeah. discussion's over yeah and just don't don't be like me with that with that btbt contract that i have going on right now and i'm just <laughs> Holding on to it. Hopefully, it's gonna yeah, blow. Yeah, crossing up. your fingers for now and hoping that. Yeah, it's gonna blow up again. Oh man, that's so funny. <clears throat> it's, it's gonna happen. Good shit. All right, bro. I think we can wrap it up there. We we hit an hour and a half there, so I think I think we I think we covered a lot of good bases and we hadn't talked in a while, so I think it was good to. Yeah, it felt so fast though. Catch up. Yeah.
Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how long we we're gonna go. It's like, oh, but but I have a timer that I start now, so I can kind of keep track and just keep keep things flowing. But um, stay on. I'm gonna wrap up the show and then um, we'll talk. We'll when me and you end the conversation in a little bit. Got it. Um, any any final thoughts you have? Metaverse, Bitcoin. Um, uh, don't for the for the for our listeners don't sue us. This is we're just having a conversation about things that interest us, and you know this is not financial advice or acknowledgement no. it's just us doing our due diligence to try to open uh, up people's minds i'm really what do you call it like i'm really uh looking into more more actual blockchains and companies that uh mine bitcoin and ethereum and all this stuff that that has currently has piqued my interest um because i'm looking more into that um other than that i really do hope that bitcoin and ethereum blow up or blow up even more than what they already are right now. Do you have any other crypt any other crypto besides Doge or anything? Uh, are you, or are you just are you just into the mining side of it? I uh, I haven't been able to actually purchase a crypto because I mean I know Robinhood you can kind of do it but I'm not too I'm not too sure or I'm not well versed in what app to personally use yeah. for crypto. I mean yeah. I do want I do eventually want want to get into crypto because it always reminds me of a. Uh, there was this professor that we had in economics back in high school that I always remember that he mentioned, like, uh, he always had this thing, like, before the market or, cause, yeah, because it was after the market crashed, obviously, or the, the housing market crashed. But I, it always stuck with me because he not only had money in, obviously, he had money in dollars, but he also had money in, um, uh, he had yen. And then he also had uh, the currency that they use in, in France or whatever. Okay. Uh, and that's what always reminds me of cryptocurrency because it's like it is literally a currency that like what if the dollar fails you i mean obviously you have another cryptocurrency that like oh the value increases on its own and you don't have to do anything for it yeah. so i mean that's like i mean i i think it's a good idea but i mean I'm I'm not too sure. I'm uh, yeah. We'll we'll stand we'll stand by and see and see what happens. Yeah, I mean I'm a I'm all for it. Bet. cool man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, we I think we when I read this, says, oh, I'll, we'll, I'll I'm sure we, we I mean we did touch a lot of deeper spots and we we tapped into Web three Web three and kind of where that stuff's going. It, it's still a little. I think I think it's still a little ways away, but you know we're, we're heading in that direction. And my again, my experience today, a single experience. I had never done any type of VR stuff before, and I was like, this is freaking cool. Like I think this is, I think this is really cool. Um, so wrapping up the show, take care of yourself mentally and physically. If you have a team, lead from the front, lead by example. If you need help, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we'll see you all next time. Freddie, thanks for being on. I think we always have good productive conversations and then we'll see what the next one, what the next conversation brings. Sounds good, man.